you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, and that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. What is up? Welcome to the Friday edition of the Q&A show. I am Marcus Grant, joined by Michael F. Florian. Over there, it's the specialist cast of dozens that help us put these shows on each and every day. Each and every week, week 13 is now underway, and it's a victory Friday for you. you got to be feeling pretty good about the Bills, huh? Victory, two victory Fridays in a row, three <laughs> wins in 12 days, none of which came in Buffalo. There's a scenario where they're the one seed at the end of this weekend. I'm, I'm riding high right now. It's amazing. I think I saw that the uh, between you know, when they had to play the, the transfer game, the moved game to, the, to Detroit, then they beat the Lions in Detroit. On Thanksgiving, they won back-to-back games in the city of Detroit, which is something the Lions haven't done in, like, I don't know, uh, five, six years, something like that. It's been a while. Poor Cynthia Freeland. (laughs) (laughs) She understands. Lions fans understand their lot in life. Anyway, you know how this show works. It is dedicated to answering your questions. You can send them to us on Twitter, at NFL Fantasy. We try to get to as many as we can here on the show. The rest of them go to our pal Aaron Tan because he turns his nose up at asparagus. It's week, it's week 13, dude. Let's figure it out. Just, just one green vegetable. That's all we ask. And then you can get off this detail at least for a week. Anyway, you have Q's. We have A's. LFG. We'll start with Thursday Night Football. The Bills, a 24-10 winner over the Patriots. Josh Allen, 
just under 17 fantasy points, but more than anything for Bills fans, he just looked like himself again. That was the important part. Devin Singletary, just over 11 points. Stephon Diggs doing Stephon Diggs things. He got you 22.2. Had a long touchdown that was called back because of a holding penalty. Could have been an even bigger night for him. On the flip side, not much to talk about for the Patriots. Mac Jones got you 12 and a half, just under 14 for Ramondre Stevenson. Marcus Jones, who is technically a cornerback and you probably don't have access to unless you're in an IDP league, two catches for 51 yards and a touchdown, 13.1 fantasy points. So that's going to be a big fat that helps no one coming up on Monday <laughs> for Adam Rank. But let's kind of talk about some of these things individually. What was something about last night that really stood out to you? Uh, Mac Jones, and, and I'm sorry, Mac Jones, we're going to kind of single you out, but it's not you. It's this entire Patriots offense. Like, it is broken right now. When your top scorer, or, or just under one point of being your top scorer, is a cornerback that most people <laughs> haven't ever heard of, that's an issue. Like, they, they couldn't get anything going on the ground yesterday. They uh, Ramondre Stevenson is the one Patriot player that you should be starting moving forward right now. Like, Mac Jones is screaming at Matt Patricia, who you might know as being a defensive coordinator, or Joe Judge, who is better known as being a special teams coordinator. They're now running this Patriots offense, and the offense looks like one that you would expect a defensive coordinator and a special teams coordinator to be running. Like, there, there's no creativity on this offense. It, it's just, and Mac Jones is letting his frustrations out because I understand because people are calling for his job now, and I don't think, look, I don't think Mac Jones is a long-term answer here, but I don't think it's like him bringing down this offense. I think it's the other way around. He had some, shall we say, emphatic things to say <laughs> on the sideline late in that game uh, on Thursday night about how off the offense was going. Yeah, not a good look for the Patriots right now. Makes it really tough to start any of their guys. On the other side, I don't know if it's officially a changing of the guard in the Bills' backfield, but we saw a lot of James Cook on Thursday night, and he looked very effective both running the football, catching the football. He gave you over 100 total scrimmage yards. He gave you six catches as well, 16.5 fantasy points. We were so-so on Devin Singletary. I think the reason we were leaning with Singletary is because he was getting so many of the snaps and getting those opportunities. If this is really transferring over to James Cook, then that really changes our opinion. I mean, I'll, I'll ask you as the Bills fan here, is this a one-week thing, or are we really starting to see James Cook ascend in this backfield? I think we're starting to see him ascend. We saw it two weeks ago against uh, the Lions mm -hmm. was the first of these three wins. And then, oh, no, against the Browns, I'm sorry. But then against the Lions, they, they kind of shied away from him and went to more Devin Singletary. The thing is, even if they split, I'd rather have James Cook because he has much more explosiveness in him than Devin Singletary does. Much more explosiveness, and it, I don't know, it seems like maybe he has the target upside, which yeah. we thought is why they drafted him in the first place, and it's taken 13 weeks basically for that to, to come together. So definitely something to keep an eye on going forward, how this impacts how you use your Bills running backs. Let's get to some of your fan questions. You can hit us up, of course, at NFL Fantasy. We'll start with this one from Nick, who says, same question every week for me. Burks, Traylon Burks, or George Pickens feels like draw a name out of the hat and hope. I understand how you feel that way. I, don't, I feel like this week there's a, a simple answer, though. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page. George Pickens, not only does he have a great matchup against Atlanta, but Burks is going against the Eagles, and their corners right now are had the second and third lowest passer rating when targeted this year. So, like, pick your poison. Either way, it's bad for, for the when attacking the Phillies secondary. That's 100% why I'm going with George Pickens here. The matchups are just night and day better. George Pickens has a much more favorable game 
Against the Falcons, whereas you're right, I don't really want to mess with the the Philly secondary. That feels like a game where both teams, well, maybe not. I think the, the Eagles can throw the ball. I think you're going to see the Titans try to run the ball at Philadelphia. But either way, Traylon Burks is sort of out for me. Next one from Ignotus Peverell. I'm guessing that's an alias. <laughs> I just want to meet the person. I want to meet the parents of you know the person named Ignotus. Anyway, Josh Palmer or Drake London? Where are we going here? I'm going to go with Josh Palmer here uh, just because the offense is way better. The quarterback is way better. They're passing way. Like Justin Herbert has the second most pass attempts in the NFL this year, whereas Marcus Mariota and the Falcons we know are going to try to run the ball if at all possible. And we thought maybe you know, Kyle Pitts would mean more targets for Drake London. Nope. It just meant more for Zacchaeus. Right. This is the thing that, that's baffled me is that somehow through all of this, they have not changed their usage in Drake London there in Atlanta. I mean, I think Josh Palmer is very much an up and down option, but keep an eye on Mike Williams. We'll see what his status is. I just think there's more upside for Palmer than there is for Drake London. So I'm, I'm Josh Palmer all the way here. Next one from Fritz, who wants to know, is Christian Watson a must start from here on out? And can I start him over Mike Evans? Yes to the first one, and I think yes to the second one this week. Like, normally, I, I would still be backing Mike Evans, but he gets the Saints this week. Tom Brady has really struggled against the Saints. Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans fight every time they play each other, basically. So he's always at a, a risk of, you know, getting tossed, which happened earlier this season when they played. Christian Watson, earlier in the year, I, I said he could be Wisconsin Gabe Davis. He's just more <laughs> consistent Gabe Davis at this point. That's the thing. He, he's just consistently had that target share. The touchdown numbers have been just bananas. The six receiving touchdowns over the last three games. You can see that. And yeah, the touchdown regression is probably going to come. There will be a game where he doesn't find the end zone. But right now, this is where the Packers feel comfortable throwing the football. And I don't think it matters whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love. Christian Watson is the guy who's going to be getting most of those targets. So I would definitely start him. And as you mentioned, the Bucks going against the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans. I mean, if you're in a points per fisticuffs league, then maybe you start Mike Evans. But otherwise, uh, I would probably stay away from him and go with Christian Watson if that's the choice you are making. We are just getting started here. We've got some sleepers coming up. And plus, we're answering more of your questions. Stay tuned for more of the Fantasy Q&A show. It's time for Game Changers, presented by Visa. Anyone can change the game. This is the part of the show where we talk about some sleepers for week 13. So, who are you waking up to or not sleeping on? Or Anyway, yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, the only concern I have for this is we're hyping up the Jets too much. Right? But I, I'm going to go with Elijah Moore here because Mike White. Uh, what's your new nickname for him? Miguel Blanco. I hope that sticks. Um, <laughs> he, last week, first game without Zach Wilson uh, in, in over a couple of months, Elijah Moore only had two targets. I want to see him more involved, and I think he will be because last year Mike White threw over a quarter of his passes to the slot, and that's where Elijah Moore does most of his route running from. But on those two targets, one was an over 40-yard catch, and the other was a touchdown. So you really can't be more productive with two targets than Elijah Moore was. Plus, against the Vikings, they've been pretty good against the run, but they have really struggled against receivers, allowing the second most fantasy points to the position in the last month. So I'm just thinking circumstances here. The Jets probably have to throw more. They might not be playing with the lead. That leads to good things for Elijah Moore. I think it does. I like that they're using him as more of a downfield threat too, not just sort of a short underneath guy, uh, you know, extended handoff sort of guy. 
Trevor Lawrence has really been turning things around. He's had 20 or more points in each of his last two games. He's spreading the football around. He's getting it out to whether it's Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, uh, Evan Ingram. There's just so many more weapons now are emerging in this Jacksonville offense. Plus, he gets the Lions this week. This is expected to be one of the higher scoring games of week 13. That is good news if you are starting Trevor Lawrence or if you're starting one of his pass catchers. I know we spent a lot of time talking about the Jaguars this week. I just want to reassure Lions fans. We think you have some good players too, and we think there's a lot of guys on that side worth starting. But we've been talking about Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift all year. We're giving the folks down in Duval some shine. So Trevor Lawrence, very much on my sleeper list this week. By the way... We have a new column here at NFL.com for those of you who are of the DFS persuasion. Or maybe it's just that your season-long team uh, is in the gutter and you're not going to make the playoffs and you need a way to sort of keep yourself entertained for these last few weeks and you want to try some DFS. Uh, our guy Joel Smith has put together a list every week of DFS plays for you. You can find that at NFL.com slash DFS picks. P-I-C-K-S, of course. Uh, go check that out. Uh, I know Joel does a lot of good work. He put a lot of effort into it. So we're really excited to have this. So go check it out. NFL.com slash DFS picks. He has a track record of DFS success, too. There so it is. Go and, go and read this article if you're go, playing DFS. Go consult our guy, Joel, and he's got some good information for you. Let's get back to some fan questions as we try to give you some more information here on the Q&A show. Matt Conroy wants to know. He says, uh, I may be overthinking this, but based on matchup alone, should I start Tua or Trevor Lawrence? I have both as starts this week. I'm with you. I like Trevor Lawrence a lot, but I'm going to still go with Tua in this one just because I understand this is Tua's and the Dolphins' toughest test of the season. Like You look at the teams they beat outside of the Bills, no one that impressive, but that's not their fault. They just can only beat who the schedule makers put on their slate. This is their toughest test, but... I'm still trusting Mike McDaniel and, and Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, And because of that, I'm going to trust Tua Tungvaluwa. That's the same for me, too. I, I think I'd have Tua slightly ahead of Trevor Lawrence in the rankings this week. And really, it's the body of work over the season that leads me to believe he can find a way to succeed, even against a very good 49ers defense. I do like Trevor Lawrence. And I don't think you're crazy for at least having this question. I think it's a, a worthwhile dilemma to have just because, yeah, you see the Niners and you wonder, you know, is it worth it? So I don't think it's a, a nutty question, but I would probably go with Tua in this situation. Over to a question from Shelby. Is Zay Jones worth playing, or is he a sporadic novelty? I think he's worth playing. Not only do I think he's worth playing, I have him in multiple of my starting lineups because a couple weeks ago when he had 10 targets, I was like, hey, let me just throw him at the end of my bench in case this sticks. And then he had the 14-target game last week. He now has double-digit targets in three of his last five games, and this – Jaguars passing offense has really become very funneled between Zay Jones and Christian Kirk with Kirk leading the way most of the time. But I think when it's just two guys, it, it becomes predictable, becomes reliable. And then everything Marcus said about Trevor Lawrence in this matchup applies to Zay Jones as well. Zay Jones is absolutely worth starting this week. Now, he's not an every week start. I think it definitely depends on the matchup. But right now, the Jags are playing well. This is a very favorable matchup. So Zay Jones should totally be in your lineup. Also, Sporadic Novelty is the name of my lo-fi indie rock band. <laughs> Thank you, Shelby. So, let's move on to the next tweet. Logan Story asks, Cordell Patterson or Latavius Murray? This might be shocking to some. I'm going to go with Latavius Murray here because, one, Cordell Patterson has been splitting snaps and reps in that backfield. And in games, he doesn't have, like, he needs a touchdown kind of to get to double-digit fantasy points or get more than, like, 10 
Latavius Murray, you see there, he's averaging 12 fantasy points per game, and he is their best bet on the Broncos of scoring a touchdown each week. So if he gets you that touchdown, now we're talking about him being over 15 fantasy points. And this is a game, Marcus, where if the defense could keep it close with the Ravens, I think we see more Latavius Murray than usual. I think that's why I'm going with Murray, too. I just think the volume sort of wins the day there. I... The, f the next person who can figure out the Falcons player usage will be the first. I mean, you, you've got Drake London, you don't use him. You've got Cordero Patterson, but you want to split snaps with Tyler Algier. I don't really get it. The, you know, the, neither one has a great matchup, but I think Latavius Murray ends up seeing more touches, and that to me sort of wins the day. We are not done. We still have one more segment to talk about, then we will talk about Monday Night Football. It is an old-time rivalry. A new-time rivalry? It's two teams that don't really like each other. It's the Saints and the Buccaneers. We'll talk about that and some more of your questions after the break on the Q&A show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have... Hair plugs. I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, you know, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't know what you think, and this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but. All right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. 
Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Peeking ahead to Monday Night Football, it's the Saints and the Buccaneers. Uh, these two teams who really kind of go after each other a little bit. And they've also been, you've mentioned it, they've been Tom Brady's kryptonite. Uh, but let's talk about the Saints first. Anybody there that you are focusing on for this game? I, uh, Chris Olave, um, the one Saints player that I think you can say has been very reliable this season. But the thing is, even Andy Dalton is finding a way to ruin Chris Olave. <laughs> um he has 20 points one time uh, really since Andy Dalton has taken over. A lot of like low teen single-digit games and, and that span as well. I still think the upside is high with Olave, but with Andy Dalton, it's significantly lower than with Jameis Winston. I, I think you could still play him, but I've had some people who have like other good options. Like I, I was getting one a lot of questions like Godwin or Olave, and I kind of lean Godwin in that. It just, I don't know, I'm sad of what's happened to Chris Olave. Well, let's keep the sadness train rolling because there's Alvin Kamara too and we thought he was going to do big things this season, especially after Jameis Winston went to the bench and Andy Dalton took over. We're figuring, all right, well, this is going to be a lot of checkdowns. It'll almost be like Drew Brees never left. That hasn't been the case. Uh, the ceiling for Kamara over the last few weeks has been fewer than 13 points. The floor has been single digits to the point that people are asking, should they bench Alvin Kamara? I asked the question, should you drop Alvin Kamara? And what I thought was interesting, people were like, well, who are you going to pick up? Which wasn't exactly a no. It was a, it was a <laughs> I thought about dropping Alvin Kamara, but I can't find a better option. So I'm sticking with him right now. The matchup's bad. The situation is bad. You might be forced to start Kamara. You don't have to like it, though. On the other side, for the Bucks, the Pharaoh we've talked about, he's had a tough time with the Saints. Yeah, you see there, since he's became a member of the Bucks, just 12.4 fantasy points per game. In his last four meetings against them, he's been held in single digits three times, including week two this year, where he scored a season low, like 9.4 fantasy points. This is just a really tough matchup for Tom Brady. And it's not like in years past where Brady's putting up MVP-type numbers in every other matchup, and you're like, all right, I'll take the shot here. Like, Brady's been struggling more often than not this season, so I, I think this is a week to get away. In fact, I even said, like, I played Deshaun Watson over Tom Brady this week. Some people were asking me about, you know, Trevor Lawrence versus Tom Brady, and I was like, Lawrence all day agree. Over, over Tom Brady. Lamar over Tom Brady. There's a whole lot of people I start over Jimmy Tom G. Brady. Jimmy G over Tom Brady. The question is, though, can you get away from Mike Evans? Because he has been in a prolonged slump, not scoring a touchdown for a while. You see on the screen there, two receiving touchdowns in his last eight games against the Saints. And on top of it, his nemesis, Marshawn Lattimore, is back and healthy. 
Again, if you're playing in a points per fisticuffs league, then Mike Evans is probably a start for you. But in most leagues, this is a scary, scary situation. And you may not have anybody that matches Mike Evans' ceiling, but right now the floor is very unstable. And this is a tough call to start in week 13. Time to get back to some more of your questions that you have sent us on the Twitter machine at NFL Fantasy. This first one comes from Jeremiah. Should I start Tyler Higby or Raiders tight end Foster Moreau? Foster Moreau. Like, he's been playing good football as of late. He has a touchdown in, in a couple of games more recently. And then he's been getting volume. And Tyler Higby, I mean, Bryce Perkins is going to be throwing him the ball. He's the one player I think the defenses are going to keen in on. I want to avoid all the Rams. I want to avoid Higby because you said defenses can focus on him. Also, they may use him as a blocker because the yeah. offensive line has been so bad. So... Hop on your boat and take a visit to the island of Foster Moreau. I think that's the answer <laughs> this week. Next one from Colin. Deontay Johnson in the flex or Tony Pollard? Tony Pollard. Like, I know Tony Pollard's coming off of a disappointing game. He still had more carries than Zeke. He had more targets than Zeke. And if you're getting Pollard 20 touches or opportunities a game, he's going to do something more than he did last week with them. On Plus, average. it feels like the Steelers have sort of turned Deontay Johnson into a tight end. Like, that sort of <laughs> thing works for Pat Fryermuth. It does not work for your wide receiver. You know, this, this is a trend now because they were doing that with Juju. They did it with Juju, right? You just, you know, why not? Why let's just take one of our really good wide receivers and make him just roam the line of scrimmage because that makes sense. Whatever. <laughs> Last one here. Nolton Coles wants to know Pirine or Michael Carter if Carter plays. I should actually add, by the way, Joe Mixon, as of this morning, still in concussion protocol day to day. But I would say that if this is happening on a Friday, I would not be optimistic about Joe Mixon playing. Yeah, if Mixon sits, it's easily Samaj P. Ryan for me. If Mixon starts, then it's Michael Carter. Unless Michael Carter sits, then I just think it's a completely waiver wire option for you. Probably, yeah. I, right now, at this moment, I would lean towards Samaj P. Ryan just because it seems sort of pessimistic about Mixon playing. So I think P. Ryan is probably your guy in this situation. But if Mixon plays and Carter doesn't, all bets are off, and you're probably scrounging the waiver wire on Sunday Bam morning. Bam night. Let's go, Zonovan. Bam. <laughs> there you go. Let's get to our fantasy hotline. It's been a couple weeks since we have taken some of your calls here. And this caller having an issue with his commissioner. Let's take a listen. So basically, I just wanted to tell a story real quick about our commissioner. He decided to do the draft order by doing a hot dog eating contest. And we had some people against it. Uh, there was about four to five people that didn't want to do the hot dog eating contest. Therefore, our commissioner said if they do not do the hot dog eating contest, they lose their first round pick. So everyone shows up draft day to get ready to do this hot dog eating contest. And our commissioner is uh, all of a sudden he starts feeling sick. And he actually ended up being the only one not to do the hot dog eating contest. And then at the end of it all, he kept his first round pick after all that. So I don't know what you guys think, but I think that's pretty messed up. Your commissioner is shady AF. That is the funniest I mean, fantasy thing I've ever heard in my life. It is kind of funny that, that he decided to do a hot dog eating contest, but it's shady that he's forcing all of you to do it at the risk of losing your first round pick, and then he gets to pull the shoot and keep his first round he's, pick. He's sick. Yes. He can't eat any hot dogs. Right, exactly. You guys need to rebel. You all just need to band together. You need your own personal Cassian Andor to rebel against this commissioner empire you, that you're living under. You know what? Next year, to make this guy pay for it, whoever ate the most hot dogs, like say the number was like, I don't know, 
10. Right. He should have to eat 10 hot dogs on draft day next year and then draft. And then draft. Like, that should – he yeah, let a, him be at a disadvantage next year. With a belly year. full of nitrates. Absolutely, he should have to do that. So you guys need to band together as a league and f- either force the commissioner out, get a new commissioner, or impose some sort of punishment because that was absolutely unfair what happened to you. And I don't think I've ever heard the words hot dog eating contest said more in like four sentences than in that voice. Like now. except I, you know, outside <laughs> of like July 4th at Coney Island. Like that's it. That's the only other time hot dog eating contest has been uttered that many times in that short of a time. If you... <laughs> I got it. Sorry. Let, 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 me, let me just back up a little bit. What is the most unique? Because like, we were talking about unique way. This is actually maybe the most unique way I've ever heard of determining a draft order. Uh, do you have any other ones out there that, that fit? My league has tried to do some creative things. The last like five years or so, my guy, the, the commissioner just creates everyone in like the WWE game and we mm-hmm. do a Royal Rumble. But like when we were younger, we used to do, um, I guess, Splash Cup. You know, oh, yeah, a game, yeah, yeah. Okay. like whoever yeah, was yeah. the last one to make it in mm-hmm. would get the, like that'd be your order. And my favorite thing was when I worked at a summer camp. We had an Olympic day where all the athletic kids would get to run. So the kids who didn't get to run, we all got assigned someone in the league, and they <laughs> raced, and their order that they finished in was our draft order. All right. I, you talk about the Royal Rumble thing. I do know a league where you, they, they use the actual real Royal Rumble, um, and so you pull, na- you pull a, a, a wrestler's name out, and then the order in which that the wrestlers are eliminated, that is the reverse order. So That's the first fun. person out, then you get the last pick. So on and so forth until the last person's there. I feel like uh, a league with your friends should have a draft order determined on like how many picks Jimmy G throws or something like uh, that. Oh yeah, that might that, uh, <laughs> that might be that might kind of work too. I know when we did fantasy league one a couple years ago, we had a hula hooping contest. Oh, I'd be out right away. And like I was doing really really well until Adam Rank sabotaged me. Literally just walked over and slapped the hula hoop down <laughs> and told me I was out. Never going to forgive you for that, Adam. <laughs> Never going to forgive you. If you have questions that maybe are about your commissioner or just anything about fantasy in general, you can always give us a call. 805-NFL-QA61. That's 805-635-7261. Hopefully you have better commissioners than that person <laughs> had. Anyway, that's a good point, I think, for us to pull the shoot on this one and uh, get ready to say goodbye. We appreciate you hanging out with us. By the way, as you remember, if you subscribe to one show, you get all of them. You can also check us out in the NFL Fantasy app, in the NFL Fast Channels, and on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL Fantasy Football. Also, check us out on Fantasy Game Day. Kicks off at noon Eastern and all those same places you can find us streaming. He is Mike. I am Marcus. This has been the Q&A Show. Enjoy Week 13, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products, it's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.